Citizens of Faerun, we come to you once again with up-to-the-minute coverage of the attack on Nightstone. After entering the city, the three strangers seemed to begin making quick work of its assailants. There has been no reported contact with any of the citizens of Nightstone, and so their fate remains unknown at this time. Faerun Radio has field reporters standing by at a safe distance from the city, eager to bring you any breaking developments. In other news, we are also receiving numerous eyewitness accounts of large rocks appearing mysteriously, with some reporting that they fell from the sky. While their origin is unknown, I can assure you that you can still rely upon the AccuWeather forecast from Faerun Radio's very own Weather Druids, who assure me that we can expect a period of warmer weather as the fall season... Hey guys, this is Patrick, and I just want to um, welcome you, I guess, I uh, want to introduce session two of our brand new actual play podcast, Heroes Need Not Apply. Um, I just want to say that I am super excited to be doing this, um, not only um, in the aspect of finally get to play some Dungeons and Dragons again after a very long um, time just you know, with busy schedules, that sort of thing. So glad to be back playing, rolling the dice, and, you know, just going on an adventure with uh, with my friends Dustin, uh, Jacob, and, of course, our intrepid uh, DM, Brady. Um, I just want to say that really looking forward to it, and I hope you guys enjoy it. Um, and I hope you enjoyed our uh, first session. Um, I hope it turned out pretty well. And uh, just want to say uh, up front that um, we did, unfortunately, uh, lose a little bit of our recording on the front end of this episode. Um, so if you listen to session one, we kind of ended right there at the pumpkin patch uh, with the two goblins uh, kind of wandering around with pumpkins on their head. And we were kind of getting set up to attack. Um, and session two picks up uh, where we've we've launched our attack and we've kind of got them on the ropes and uh Tarot, um played by Jacob is attempting to subdue um the last remaining conscious <laughs> goblin um so that's where it's going to pick up and like i said i uh, hope that you guys uh, all just uh, enjoyed this episode session 2 i was going to ask do uh, most goblins know a little bit of common or no common uh, some of them do, but if it is, it's very broken and very, just very basic. Think of it like talking to like a four-year-old or, a, you know, three or four-year-old. Mm. All right. Uh, I'm going to attempt to grapple him. Okay. So you'll move up to him. Yep. So. All righty. That's just a D20 plus my strength or dex or is it? Uh yeah, that'd be that'd be a strength check. Yikes! Against his strength, that's a five. Oh, <laughs> well, you got him. He rolled a two with a minus one to strength, nice. so it's <laughs> an unnatural one. So you that's what I, you just kind of like kind of 
you know, hit your hand in your fish, you're like, oh, come on. And you like walk over to him and just like, and he looks at you kind of like, and you just boof, put him in this big bear hug, a dwarven bear hug is these big rippling muscles. You just like, ah, and just get him in your arms. So, so you have him grappled. Sweet. I say, why here? He just looks like, a, nice. Hmm. Having a hard time breathing. So, um, all right. So is, are you just going to hold him there? Yeah, I'll just hold him. Okay. Um, well, let's see. So now it is Orin's turn. Okay. Um, let's see. I guess I'm going to uh, uh, probably just step uh, to the north um, too and just keep a, keep a bead on him um, and kind of look around to see if there's any, if I can see any other movement, any other creatures taking notice of what we're up to. Okay. Um, do you want to like ready an action for if something comes out? You want to? Do yeah. If uh, if he tried to if he tries to make a run for it, I'm gonna cast chill touch. Okay. It. Cool. And for those of you listening, if you don't know what readying an action is, it's basically on your turn. If you don't really have the precise shot or the right circumstances that you want, you can basically say, "I want to do this when this happens." So you want X result when X thing triggers that to to be able to take your turn. So as Patrick said. If he sees another enemy come into view in range, it will kind of sort of jump to him and he'll get to do his turn because it triggers it almost like a trap. You can kind of think of it that way. So so Patrick's got it set up. You've got your chill touch ready. Yeah, I'll attack anybody, any new combatants, but also if our little goblin friend that Tarot's grabbing makes a run to for get, it. Makes I'll, a run for it? Okay, I'll get cool. him too. All righty, so you you are ready. And what's your what's your range? Uh, 120 feet. I'm good. Oh, okay. So, yeah, you've got that pretty much on lock. I can probably hit him further than I can see well. Oh, yeah. You've got a, you can pretty much hit anybody in, <laughs> in, in the town in the right town. now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take a shot at the wargs to our north. <laughs> I mean, yeah, go for it. Um, okay, cool. So, you've got your, your hand starts to kind of get frosted over and there's a, a, you know, kind of a light fog rolling around your hand as you hold it out ready, just ready to send it out. So that comes to back to the goblin turn and he's going to try to attempt to break out of your grapple, uh, Tarot. So it's just another strength check. So you roll a strength check, uh, just a roll 20 or D 20 with your strength modifier against his. And if he doesn't make it, then you, he stays grappled. That's a solid five again. (laughs) Ooh, okay, so he, you're kind of like trying to hang on to him, but he was bleeding so much, like he kind of got some on your arms, and he's just kind of like, he's this little thing, and he just kind of like, just slips out from under your arms and uh, kind of plops down to the ground right in front of you, uh, and then goes to stand up, and then he moves. No, actually, that's that's pretty much all he'll do. He, he falls to the ground, and then he pretty much takes his turn like standing up. So, give me just one second. Would standing up provoke an attack of opportunity um, from Jacob? So no, no, not in this respect because he's still within your square of, um, within your reach. Uh, so it's a little bit different from Pathfinder, where standing up or like drawing a weapon or you know with a quote unquote move action, um, it doesn't provoke. It's only if they move out of. Uh, your reach of your weapon or your kind of whatever you've got on you. So, 
So he basically just stands up and then if he were to stand up and then move five feet away from him, then he would get that attack of opportunity. Yeah, I see. Yeah, you're definitely not punished as much for like just doing stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's not quite as restricting, I, I think, in some respects. But then um, while you guys are fighting that, you hear... You hear one little goblin. Hmm. You hear another one come up right behind him. Uh oh. Because they heard the ruckus going on. And one came over and just kind of jumped over the fence. Um, Y'all can see them, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, yeah, they they jumped over the fence. The one jumped over the fence and uh, they're just kind of like making their way towards y'all. But that's all that they can do. So now that brings us to coin. Uh, With that trigger. Oh, yes. Uh, well, are you in a line of sight? I mean, you tell me through Tarot, who is four feet tall. Four foot uh, four. That's true. Thank you. Goblin, who is also same height, and I'm six foot. I can yeah, and also, also, if you wanted to, you could also just kind of like as a free action, just be like, Tarot, get down, and just <laughs> toss it over him. I, I would allow that. Yeah. Okay. okay, but yeah, that would that would trigger it. So on this first one, watch out, Tarot. So he yells over to Tarot and Tarot. Do you just do you kind of stand there, or do you just kind of hunker I down was about just a little to say, bit more? Can I react to him saying that? Even though I yeah, didn't, yeah, I yeah. Didn't as a free action or anything. Okay. Yeah, like you can you can just like duck down as long as you're not moving or going completely cr- prone. But like you can just kind of like hunch down just a little bit. Like you know, if somebody was throwing a baseball at you, you just like whoa. Yep. I crouch. Okay, so. yeah. Cool. Four Ds of dodgeball. So that t- yeah, dive, duck, dip, dive, and dodge. dodge. So all right, roll all right. for attack on this roll first one here. First one. Oh, and just Good so y'all know, I just rolled a natural twenty on catching this gnat out of the air that was flying in front of <laughs> me. Ooh, nice. nice. So, uh, so that's a nineteen to hit. Ooh, yeah, that uh, Ooh. that that would be a hit. Ooh. All right, just so it's going to gonna be a sweet 1d8 of necrotic Ooh, so that means he won't be able to get any healing back oh it's a seven seven necrotic damage so you you were standing there and you saw him saw him coming right at you and um he was coming right at us and you you see him and you tell try try duck and as soon as you put your hand out and he's like he turns around and looks at you like whoop and he ducks and you just that spectral hand just comes out of there with that like the bones look like it's made out of ice just goes goes right over the top of Tarot and just like this little goblin just jumped over the fence and like he's looking up and all of a sudden he just catches this spectral hand right to the face and it just like you can see it almost like grip into his like his face a little bit and his face kind of starts to go black and he's like and just drops over dead nice so that was another one down. So, all right. So that was Patrick, or that was Oren's readied action. So now we go back to coin. Uh, well, I start to give him a high five as a free action. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, and then I'm like, oh uh, no, that oh, was gross. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't want to get my hands cold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't worry. That's uh, not my chill touch hand. He's gonna move down to the edge of the fence line here. That's 5, 10, 15 feet south. And he is... Now, here's the question. 
by moving, did I negate reloading my light crossbow? I think we talked about this. I just don't remember what we said. No, you should be, I'm spending still this. be able to load it on the move. Yeah. Okay. Pretty much you move and stop. Um, now, would reloading be a bonus action? Well, um, it's, it's been uh, a minute since I looked that up, but I think the loading quality. Um, some, so some people I think consider the rule that just states. I think the rule just states that you can't load and fire in the same round. Yeah. Okay. So I have to take a round to load my crossbow. Correct. Weapons. Okay. Loading. Because of the time required to load this weapon, you can fire only one piece of ammunition from it when you use an action, bonus action, or reaction to fire it, regardless of the number of attacks you can normally make. Um, hmm. Because, and there's a, there's a crossbow expert feat yeah. um, that ignores the loading quality. Um, okay. So I think that, that taking that feat allows you to do multiple attacks. Yep. So we'll like we'll say you can move down there and then you can reload and then that would be your turn. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what I'm going to do instead of reloading for my turn. Okay. Let's see. That's 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 35, 20, 30, 35. All right. It's 40 feet away. And Sacred Flame has a range of 60 feet. So I can cast... Oh, <laughs> That's cool. Just keep me on. I'll, I'll take it out and post. The uh, post. can you see my ping? If I ping, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh wait, right. hang on. So, this, hang on, hang I on. No, we could. I forgot that one's dead. Yeah, yeah. You just hold yeah, down the dead. click button. Hold oh, down the well. click button. Oh, mine's orange. Nice. Mine's mine's green. Yeah, it's whatever well, like my color like, you nice. chose for your. Character. If the DMGM will allow it, <laughs> I'll stand here in the road and I will cast Sacred Flame on. What's that range? One, what did you say? That range? El Gabo, four, 60 five, feet. Six, seven, five, ten. Yeah, I mean that's that's yeah, 40, 45, 50. Yeah, I mean yeah. if you're not if you're not gonna be firing your or reloading your crossbow, yeah, you can just like kind of put your crossbow to your side and just like you know raise your hand and cast it. All right. Well, dramatically, Coin is going to hold his crossbow out to his to his left side and his left hand. He is going to dig into his leather jerkin and his shirt rip out his holy symbol of Joaquin, hold it up in the air and say, I don't know. Uh, what's he say? Listen here, screw heads. <laughs> this is my boomstick. Snake oil. Is, I'm all out of snake oil. There we go. <laughs> okay. So that would and be he's a, gonna cast sacred flame, and that's a D eight. Yes, so. that's a dexterity saving throw on my end. So what would be what's the spell save for you? One D eight and my spell save is your DC is thirteen. Yes. Thirteen. All right. So here we go. And that's a deck all save. Right. Hang on, let me let me roll here. Go ahead. Ooh, yeah, that's a that's an eleven. Oh, nice. so you failed the DC. Yep. So you take seven points of damage. I like this D eight. I'm just going to use weapons with D eight. So this yeah. back one here. <laughs> Bow. Boom. So you kind of pull the same thing you did dramatically, and nice. you held your hand out and like. You kind of saw your hand heat, you know, and your hand heated up that you were holding on to your amulet with, and it kind of lit up a little bit. And you see this kind of 
brightness come around it and then just just kind of flame up around it and it's this intense heat and it just like catches them off guard and just like burns them to a crisp right there on the spot. Jesus. Wait, are they both and dead now? Yeah, so those two are yeah, uh, the new ones. Those two both the new ones are dead. Uh so now that brings us to back, back to the where top. we started, the one that you're hugging. <laughs> yeah, the one that well that no, sticks out of your he's, arms. He's all like he, he got out. But he is right. Yeah, in he's front free of you, now. So <laughs> and you let him go? Oh. No, he, he wriggled free. He was able to get free. Oh, so now he's and just I would like uh, like uh, to standing state right for the record as well. Just standing up like coin is standing there dramatically. Not moving dramatically. Wow. That um that paints so, the picture. That brings us back to Tarot, and uh, this goblin is just standing up right in front of you. Uh, what do you do? Uh, in an effort to disable his movement, I'm going to attempt to break his leg with a kick. <laughs> Man. Okay, so you're going right, to designate it as non non lethal non lethal damage. <sighs> yes. I still I don't Alrighty. roll damage for that, right? Oh yeah. You yeah. still have to. Well, you got to roll for attack, and then you can roll your damage. But okay. as long as you deal enough to bring him to zero, he he won't die. All right, yeah, that's yeah, a grand, knock him unconscious. Grand total of sixteen to hit. That is a hit with a with five damage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'll yeah. that'll do it. Uh, so I'm just gonna let's see here. Oops. Yeah. Okay, and I'm going to mark this guy as incapacitated. I don't know if he's going to talk to me mm. with a broken leg, but by God, I'm going to try. <laughs> so, so yeah, you just like, he's starting to stand up. As soon as he stands up, you just like <laughs> do like one of those front kind of kick things where you just like basically extend your Oof. leg and you just kick him right in the knee and then yeah. you just kind of like, you feel it flex back a little bit more than it should right oh. at the knee in the opposite direction. And he's Oof. like, and he just like collapses back down to his other knee and he's just like there like on all fours. Perfect. Um, and we will say, technically, that will um, will go out of combat. Nice. Since he is disabled, well pretty much, and you dropped him down. Uh, he's just barely hanging in there, and he can't run because you just screwed his knee all up. Yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, so he's capaci- incapacitated, and you've got him there kind of right in front of you, and uh, we are out of combat. So Nice. I ask him again. Why here? And he, he again, he's like in such pain. He's just like, that's that's really all about it. I think I heard throat lozenge. Coin, <laughs> get over here. <laughs> Coin strolls up more and casually here. reloads. <laughs> casually reloads yeah. as he has a broken leg. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna step up too. Yeah, I'm just letting my cold necrotic energy build in my hand and just look if he menacing. Gets, if he gets too loud or too jumpy, I might put a bolt in him. Okay. He's just standing there menacingly. menacingly. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm doing. Well, I was standing there dramatically, so. <laughs> okay, so yeah, he's just he's just crouched over uh, on all fours, uh, not able to run away or anything, uh, not really even able to fight back because y'all are just staying out just outside of his reach, but he's, he's pretty messed up. So he doesn't really have much strength left. And he's just, he's just kind of looking up at y'all. Just like anybody speak goblin. I don't speak goblin. I speak money, <laughs> money and or orc, right? 
Yeah. I... <laughs> well, you pick up a thing or two in prison. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Writing notes. Writing it down. <laughs> Coin prison. Question mark? Um, <laughs> I believe his, uh, his leg may be broken. I'm going to attempt to reset it. Okay, so give me a, uh, a medicine check. Is is that really wise? Because you're gonna reinitiate combat. <laughs> no, this this won't reinitiate it. He's no. he's yeah. pretty he's pretty beat up. It will just set his leg back if it'll if just that's what alert you like everyone that we're here. What's uh? Yeah, he's, he's gonna begin screaming. Is that in intelligence? I'm guessing the modifier uh, that would be uh, be a medicine check. Yeah, it's in your it's in your uh sheet down there character sheet medicine, medicine is a plus wisdom. two wisdom and you've got plus two oh, in yours nice that's a solid 11 so, for that so leg. you go to try you go to try and uh reset his leg and you know you think it's pretty pretty close anatomy to you know everybody else's anatomy um but you go to try and pull it back a little bit too far and you whenever you go to I guess re un, unflex it, un, yeah. hyperflex it, whatever. Like put it back to its normal place. You accidentally go just a little bit too far, and then like part of his shin bone from the top like oh. pokes out of the skin just a little bit oh. where his kneecap would be, and he just like. Oh, I just guys, I'm Mr. Sorry. Valentine, please get some snake oil. Stat, <laughs> you said it cures everything. <laughs> I would say, I think, sadly enough, that's probably the best clerical work he's uh, going to get around here. Yeah, I think I'm just going to go ahead and put the uh, crossbow bolt against his forehead and pull the trigger. Okay, so so you're going to go through with that? Oh, I think I think I'm going to need to because uh, I can't sit, I can't watch this guy struggle anymore. Okay. Roll, roll with disadvantage because it's a ranged. <laughs> oh <attack>. God! <laughs> For the love of no, God, don't shoot me in the leg! Don't shoot we'll, me! In the leg. I'm right we'll, next to We'll the stay guy. it works. Okay. Um, so you just you put it there to the bolt, and you're just like, do you say anything right before you do it? <laughs> I I. Uh, Hail to the king, baby. And I pull the trigger. <laughs> and it just, uh, and he just slumps over. Then I say, good, bad. I'm the guy with the crossbow. And I go around and gather up all my crossbow bolts. Cool. So you recover them all and you're good to go in that respect. So, so yeah, you've got four um, orcs. Or orcs. Um, oh, I was about to say orcs. Just lay, <laughs> laying around back there. up. <laughs> yeah, got uh, the other I'd, two down there. So I'm gonna check the two on the bottom, and I'm assuming somebody else will check the other two. Uh, See, I'm yeah. looking for markings indicating tribes. Looking for anything on their person. Yeah, I'll move up to that. The, could the be. One. All right, I'll hit these two down here. So, uh, coin, just give me a perception check. Perceptione. I'm going to face the opposite direction, <laughs> basically towards the uh, windmill where we know there's enemies while they're looking through the uh, little little corpses and the Halloween men. Mm. So my perception was a 19. Sweet. So you look them over and um, they kind of have these little, I guess you'd call them like haversacks on their back, I guess you could say. Um, and mm -hmm. you start going through them and like, you don't really notice any, 
those are kind of like the other goblins that you guys have killed um, earlier where it's just kind of like mis- mismatch, just ramshackle um, armor that they just kind of like found shiny things and put on them or hard stuff and just kind of like sewed it onto them or attached it to them, to their clothing somehow. But uh, they had these little haversacks on their back. Um, and one of them had some utensils in them that were worthless, uh, not worth anything. Um, one had three vials of perfume that are worth five gold pieces each. So you can just put down 15 gold pieces. Uh, and then the other one had a, a, a sack with a stuffed blood hawk, which is worthless. Um, it wouldn't really be anything. And then a, a battered coppered flagon emblazed with the grinning visage of a halfling, which is worth one gold point, uh, gold point, gold piece. So you got mm. uh, a gold piece out of that one as well. But that was all that was on them. You didn't find anything distinguishing about them or anything like that. They were just some goblins. Mm, okay. So you one gold piece for the flagon with the halfling face. Correct. Hmm. Okay. So then, and, oh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. So I'm going to make my way back over to the other two after I've searched those. Okay. So we're going to get, uh, we'll just do Oren to let him, and we'll just say all this happens. Y'all are searching all at the same time. So Oren, okay. um, would you like to roll a perception check? Perception? Yes. Is that what you want from me? Yes. Um, that would be... <laughs> That'd be a seven. Okay, so It'd you be were. If I wasn't even looking at them. <laughs> <laughs> um, again, you don't you don't see anything like any sort of markings or anything that indicate anything. I mean, they're just they're just goblins. But this one had a like another little kind of bindle pack on his back as well mm. that had uh, three gold pieces, just three loose gold pieces. Um, and then he also had a cute pumpkin mask on. at one time he did uh that was the one that you punched in the face and kind of like broke the pumpkin so no way didn't have one the the one uh north no that's the that's the one that coin um bolted yeah oh he's got a uh, one shotted (laughs) oh yeah sorry oren was up there i I got him i got him mixed up there and then who who wanted to search the other one just three gold pieces on that one correct okay I mean, if you, if if need be, I can search the other one. If uh, Oren didn't search these two, I mean, if if you're not doesn't, searching them, I'll come down. Doesn't matter. Beep beep. Potato potato. Tomato potato. Just making sure those two don't uh come off that hillside with the yeah. windmill. All right. Give me oh yeah. Checking that guy. That guy two there, Brady. All right. Just give me another perception check. Another perception. Ooh, that sweetness. That's going to be a 21. Mm. Much better than my last one. So you you search him over, and um, he didn't have a little haversack on, but he did have some, like, Mm -hmm. pockets in Mm -hmm. his little vest and stuff that he was Mm -hmm. wearing, and you start going through it, and you just found, like, a little tinderbox, like a smoking pipe, nothing you know, exceptional about it and like a little stuffed teddy bear and then a boxed set of three dragon anti-cards. And um, so it's like just Ooh. some playing cards for a special card game that are yeah. worth one gold, one gold piece. Uh, one, gold, one gold piece total. Correct. Okay, cool. Thanks. And if, if y'all want to, we can just keep it as 
like whatever the gold amount is, we'll just say that you have that. And then unless it's like something specific, like so if those perfume vials, if you wanted to say like, oh, I want to keep like one of them with me, then we'll just count it as like 10 gold pieces and one perfume vial just for ease of easement. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, So there is one more thing I want to bring up. Can we just have it? canon that if i kill a goblin in this town that i'm taking the left ear off of it yeah that's yeah if that's your, just make sure you mark them down do you do you want it to be only the ones that you kill or that all of y'all oh, kill? No. yeah all, all of, of us okay yeah. so you now have four new ears to add to your collection so that's eight total currently that is correct all right and uh now orn's orn's been grossed out by this uh since they've got here but not and it's just it's just dangling down on your by your side right yeah, it's on my hip. Yeah, on your hip. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's kind of like a key ring, but it's an ear ring. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, uh, love yeah. it. Zing. That's a good one. Um, all right, so you guys have searched it all. You're good. I want to go back to the windmill and get those two. Oh, okay. Jesus. Well, first, um, uh, let me get a <laughs> perception. Me and Oren. <laughs> yeah. 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 Let, 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 let me first one. get a uh, perception check from, from everybody. Everybody, you got it. Everybody, give me yeah. a perception check. Twenty. Sure, you don't want my passive perception. Mm. Nope, not passive. Tell right. My active perception, seventeen plus three. That's twenty for me. Ooh, unnatural mm, twenty. So twenty for Oren as well. So pretty much Jesus. everybody. I, I rolled a ten. <laughs> nice. Okay. Uh, so that was a ten total. Yeah, ten total. Okay. Um, it's, it's, you guys are standing there as you just got done kind of like rifling through their stuff and you're kind of packing your stuff away. And, uh, to that, so there's a house directly to your South that has a big, one of those big boulders. Uh, it's collapsed like half of the, the building there. You can see it on your map. Um, it's that there right, uh, between the road and the little palisade with the bridge to its left. So the, to the West, but, uh, down there, you guys kind of start to hear just faintly, you kind of, you know, cock your head to one side and you start to hear like, just like faintly coming from that building. Sounds like just, someone's scratching dice on a table. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry, I don't have any planks around <laughs> laying around with boulders. Uh, your foley work has uh, gone down. <laughs> pine. Mm, pine table. I hold the kind ring of, of ears walking. up and I go, I hold the ring of ears up and I say, do you guys hear that? Coin, you're disgusting. Uh, But yeah, it just kind of sounds like something sort of in in that rubble, um, just kind of like sort of moving around, um, not really making a whole lot of noise, but it's enough that you guys can hear it and kind of can tell that that's where it's coming from. Okay. Reload, draw, crossbow, have it ready to go. Yeah, I'm going to step... Step to the fence, not over top of it so, yet. Uh, with, uh, chill touched, readied. Directionally, okay. we heard that noise coming from to the south, directly to your south. This area. Okay, uh, gotcha, gotcha. I didn't know if area. that was like a standing building or if it was like more. Yeah, so it's way. so it is half. It is half building. So uh, let me just go ahead and describe a little bit of y'all's surroundings just to. Um, kind of explain things a little bit more. So from where you guys were standing in that that field, directly to your south, uh, there is a road um, that cuts 
west to east that kind of rings around the whole palisade. And then you've got this house in between there. And then just beyond that, you have the little palisade walls that go all the way around the house as well. And then uh, just to the west of that, about 20 feet um, to its west is, you guys can see a bridge of some sort uh, that goes from through those palisades. And then to the east of that, to the southeast, you can see one of those guard towers, the watchtowers. Um, and you can see that the door is open on it. And you kind of get the feeling that's where those two uh, goblins came from that kind of came up on y'all. Um, but that's all you see over there. But this house that's directly to the south of you. Yeah, correct. So this house that's directly to the south of you here, it has this big boulder right right next to the front door. And it's just completely collapsed in that corner of the house. And um, you can just see the rubble and everything just laying there. But the the door and then the front room there where you would walk in, half of it is still um, intact. But then that room that kind of all these houses have the same layout. There's another back room where they would like sleep and stuff um, is pretty much intact. Like it kind of caught half of it where the wall would have been. But um, yeah, that whole front kind of half is just collapsed in where that boulder just, just dropped, you know, did whatever it did, came in and collapsed this front, this front part. Gotcha. Okay. Hey, Gerard, go check that out. <laughs> um. <laughs> um. Let's see. Has it sounded? Does it sound kind of like our other uh, goblin friends that we've encountered, kind of scritching around, or? Uh, no, it's big rat things. It's a R-O-U-S. It's an R-O-U-S. No, it's it doesn't sound super loud and it doesn't sound it kind of sounds like it's somewhat coming from under the rubble like not too deep but it it doesn't sound like anything really like big or anything like that okay mr valentine i don't know how to tell you this but i am oh for two for opening doors or checking things (laughs) uh, in this area i don't feel very comfortable doing this you're making it a hostile work environment for me (laughs) <laughs> okay um, I don't see any uh, any goblins or anything around so I'm actually I'm gonna I'm gonna call out to rubble and uh, you know kind of raising my voice but not like yelling too loud just kind of say like uh, excuse me is, is anyone in there anyone need help so you kind of call out a little bit yep. and the the noise has kind of been rustling around a little bit, but as soon as you speak, it stops. Ugh. And then you kind of take a beat and it kind of starts moving again and you kind of hear something like... <laughs> but it's just really, really faint. You can't really hear it from where you're standing. Okay. Uh, all right, Coin, Tarot. I think that if there's, if there's anything uh, in there, even if it's bad, it's... Uh... It sounds wounded. So, you want to go check it out with me? Coin rushes in. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you guys are so gung-ho for this now. (laughs) I calmly step over the fence, not rushing in. I uh, let him rush in. (laughs) I take out my hand axe for the first time now. 
feel like deja vu. Is this de- we've done this before? <laughs> <laughs> I, Everybody, I sling, I sling the crossbow. I take the shield out and in one hand, and would try to leave the other one free, but have the mace dangling so that as I try to pull rubble away, I can see what it is before I crush it. Okay, so you guys kind of start making your way just slowly, cautiously up to this this rubble. And uh, as you get closer, you kind of hear it. And as you guys kind of come up right onto the rubble, it kind of stops for a second. And then... It explodes. <laughs> yeah, you hear <laughs> The rubble is actually and this a thing just like, silverstone this, dragon. This thing like bursts out of the uh, oh, out of the rubble. What is that? It is it's tiny. It is very. Hang on, I'm about to. Is it gonna jump on my face? Oh, so help me! Like so a, help me, God! If it jumps on my it face. A, a baby chimera. So like, yeah, I was gonna say it no, looks like it a, is. It's a, an owl bear. It's a squirrel. Uh, Can y'all see that? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, it popped uh, up. Yeah. A, Tressum. Yeah, it's basically a winged, winged cat. Oh. As big as a house cat with a wingspan of three feet. And uh it it just flies out and it kind of and it like goes up to the top of that um to the top of the boulder and sits there. Sound a little bit like a cop. Looking at y'all. Okay. Yep. I'm gonna All right. look at where it came from. And notice try to notice anything else, because I'm not really concerned with this cat. Okay, so Here, kitty, 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 kitty. you just kind of start searching through the rubble. Yeah, you said it came from like the building, like uh, to the east of where my my token is, right? Well, it it came, it just kind of came out of this. Can you see where I'm moving this here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just kind of came out from. It wasn't like from there and perched on the rock. Yeah, and then it came out and was just like, well, you can't see it. It's under your your token, but uh, it wasn't trapped. <gasps> but you can tell it was like had sort of found a place to sort of hide in the rubble uh there and um but he's just kind of sitting on top of the on top of the rubble just kind of like watching everything y'all do i'm gonna offer him a goblin ear <laughs> so you just kind of extend your hand up you take one of the one of the ears off yeah. and just like actually i should probably do some sort of knowledge check to make sure it's not poisonous yeah, and handling Nature. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Yeah, do uh, give me a um, give me a nature check. Persuasion. Persuasion. <laughs> Knowledge. Nature. And like, what a, about animal handling? Nice. Uh, <laughs> now that would be if you were going to actually try to like it, do something it. with it. You just want to see and look <laughs> yeah. at it and try to recall if you know if it's like poison or yeah. venomous or poisonous or anything like that. That's a six. That thing looks. Cuddly, I want it. It does. It's just a winged. <laughs> it's a winged, fluffy kitty cat oh. perched atop this boulder. <laughs> and that's how we got a pet. Ugh, so early, Brady, to be going with the pet trope. <laughs> so, so you extended. There's always, there's always one. Everybody. In my- <laughs> yeah. So you you extended an, an ear to it. I do. <laughs> I try to feed the thing. So you re- you reach up slowly. Are you saying anything to it while you're slowly bringing it up to it? That's a good cute cat. That's such a good girl. Kind of. It kind of looks here. at you and it's watching, and it sort of like you know how cats do that thing where they just yes. lean up just close enough where their nose is almost touching, and they're like, 
It's like sort of <laughs> sort of sniffing it. And you see it lean back. And you see it's kind of got these little bit sharper fangs and it like kind of opens its mouth and it raises its paw up. And it claws my eyes out. I'm blind. <laughs> and that's where we'll I'm have to end blind. this episode. Oh. 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 No potential permanent blindness coming up next episode. Yeah. Snake salesman was blinded by a cat. <laughs> 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 Tried to sell him some of that niceness.